Hello and welcome to the How To Hobby Podcast. This is episode 27 on the first day of summer, 2022. I'm your host, John Power, joined once again by the baking fiend, Sean Bennett. He's back once again to fill your ear holes with the most delectable sounds across town from San Diego. Sean, how are you doing tonight? I am I am doing really good tonight. Um, I recently made a new purchase that we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, that's got me on a pretty good high. And yeah, I, I'll admit I'm struggling with the heat lately as we get into summer. This has definitely been a rough week. I know everyone who's not in San Diego, don't judge me too harshly. Uh, what? I was... Wait, wait, what? <laughs> What are we? What are the temps like, Sean? What are we? What are we dealing with here? We're like we're like eighty seven, like eighty eight ish. I know, I know, well, John. What so, what are you dealing with out there? Uh, well, right now it's ninety five and it's uh, eight forty two. <laughs> so I don't really. <laughs> it was one hundred four today. Wow. Um, but the, I think the big thing and the big kicker, the sleeper about San Diego is no houses actually have. AC, you know, it's all Correct. based on the, uh, the natural Bay airflow that flows off of the water. And, uh, that's what they went off of. So I have AC, you don't. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Most homes here don't or have pools. So we just like to swelter in our own heat. Apparently. I mean, it's only a couple weeks out of the year, I'll be honest, but it does suck when it hits. Other than that, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing out there? I, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear elves. Life is moving on. We we were out last week, Sean. Listeners from around the the globe were were wondering where the how to hobby boys went. Uh, I had to take a little time off, unfortunately. Um, I missed you, but we were back visiting the family last week uh, in Virginia Beach, and it was a great time. Got to take the kids. I got to fly on a seven thirty seven Max eight. Nice. which is super fun. I believe the, they implement, or a lot of times they, they're sourced with the geared turbo fan. Okay. And I, I'm pretty sure certain you can, you can spec them on that. And I think the one coming out of Phoenix had them because it was, we were in the back of the plane. First and foremost, pick your seats, ladies and gentlemen. I, I screwed up, Sean. I'm oh, just going to be honest. What'd you I, do? Well, <laughs> I let the airline dictate where me and my family were going to sit. Oh, God. When you're you're by yourself, it's not that bad. But when you have a family. Oh, dude, it was I. So I'm still just, you know, we we bought this home. Right. And and then my mind was everywhere. I'm thinking about all the money that's running through my fingers. And I and then, you know, add a trip on top of that. It's like, oh, well, there goes that money, too. So everything about this trip planning wise just happened in the wrong time, right? Got My it. mind, I wasn't there mentally. And so I didn't really do any of the normal things that I do. I didn't double check. I mean, it, oh. thank goodness I did double check the dates, but I didn't request seats. Um, even though I'm pretty sure I paid for, you know, seats because that's what you do as a dad, you pay and then, oh yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't go and get them. Cause I just, I was like, oh, it's okay. Um, and we were in literally the second to last row right next to the bathrooms, which is the worst seat. Yes. Um, you're getting, you're like live in, it was on the, um, during 
the four hour stint cross country. So mm. you're, have you ever sat in the back of a plane? I have, I've sat in the back of a plane mainly because it was Southwest and I got, I was the last oh. boarding, you know, last boarding yeah. group and you tend to get stuck in the back of the plane. I would never actively choose it. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't actively choose this, these seats either, but we were there nonetheless. And my goodness, you really do feel like, first and foremost, nobody cares. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. They're right up in your grill the whole time. And you're going, I, my wife was, it was just funny because we saw the same people go to the bathroom probably like four times. And nobody, <laughs> normal people in a four hour stint go to the bathroom about once, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. This, it was like a constant cue. I mean, wow. You were like almost hoping for turbulence. So everybody'd have to sit down. <laughs> Give me gotta, a second, people. Gotta buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> my children are trying to breathe here. You're up and up. Oh. So, so anyway, that was <laughs> that was funny. But I did get to take me and my wife got to go back to my childhood theme park, Sean, called Ooh. Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Look it up. Listeners, if you live in the Virginia area and and you haven't been to bush gardens williamsburg man it is unbelievable it puts disneyland to shame sorry all you disneyland lovers but it's beautiful and it's just it, it, they were doing a food and wine festival from sourcing foods from all over the world because the theme for bush gardens is they uh you know how disney world has worlds where it's like toontown and yep Tomorrowland. well this is just they have different uh, nations. So they have Italy, they have oh, uh, France, okay. they have New France, uh, they have Ireland. And so they theme it after those various places. And it's so cool. That's all I, I, that's all I need to say. It's just awesome. And it's beautiful because it's in the middle of rural Virginia and there's nothing around. So it's, it's just foliage as far as the eye can see. Got it. And then Anheuser-Busch is the owner. So you got great beer, even though <clears throat> I did not save money there. Um, <laughs> two beers, Sean, when me and my, uh, my wife was How, like, oh, let's go. Which, which kidney did you sell to get those two beers? Oh, yeah, exactly. Which, <laughs> what did I source uh, to, to pay the bill these days? Uh, that's a good question. It was my left one. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> It was $30. Oh, God. So it, it was like $14 a beer, which again, I guess maybe that's not so bad, but I was still kind of like, when it came out, I was definitely like, huh? Yeah. Like I wasn't really expecting it to be $30. I was thinking like maybe, you know, like 20, 20, 23 with tip. It was anyway. I'm, uh, as you know, listeners, I'm, I'm Mr. Frugal over here and we're going to give you uh some tips tonight to maybe combat the bite the the summer bite the summer bite <laughs> we're not talking bug bites here ladies and gentlemen we're talking the what we're all feeling the pinch in the wallets yes. uh i was just looking at my i get this little newsletter and we are in the middle of some insane inflation uh compared to last may sean we're up 8.6%. And God. I think that's, that's quite telling. Uh, the Fed is now trying to 
uh, boost up those interest rates, of course, and and to combat some of this. Uh, well, well, what's what's taking place? Uh, markets are cooling down, but not in the sense that uh, you're going to be able to get a house reasonably. It's just people aren't buying now. <laughs> they yep, move yeah. back to mommy and daddy's. <laughs> I just saw I just saw an article that said that. Ho- House buying has dropped in San Diego, but we're still at the highest median home price in history. So uh, prices aren't coming down yet. Just people aren't buying as much. That's right. That's right. And officially we are uh, in a, into a bear market, which, which is fine. Um, I think, you know, markets go up and down and, and we're going to talk more about that as well. Uh, we want to encourage you guys to just, you know, stay, stay positive here. Me and Sean, you know, we want to, we want to bring you the, what's going on for, to, to usher in the first day of summer here, which is, we got a lot to, to work through, but we want you to also, you know, stay positive. We're, we're all living a a great life here in the United States and and around the world. And um, so let's just uh, encourage one another and, and go back to the office, hint, hint, (laughs) save some of that money. And, uh, and we'll have some fun, but let's actually dive into, before we get into tonight's meats and potatoes, Sean, uh, let's dive into what our favorite topic of the night always is, which is all of our social media and how people can get in touch with us. Um, so yeah, first and foremost, wherever you're listening to us, if you could just drop us a five-star review, that would be appreciated. We, we would love to continue to establish a presence here in the podcast space. Sean and I are passionate about it and we really want to continue to grow our audience. Uh, so drop, a, drop us a, a line if you enjoy it and follow our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, we do have an Instagram and Twitter. That's at How to Hobby Podcast. And you can reach us directly at our Gmail, which is howtohobbypodcast at gmail.com. Sean watches the hawk. Uh, he watches the hawk. I watch the hawk <laughs> with his binocs. <laughs> He's got those Vortex HD grizzly yes. bears. The, and the, the diamondbacks. The diamondbacks. And uh, they're, they're ready to attack. So, no, he's watching the comms like a hawk. I misspoke, listeners. And the best place to stay up to date with everything we have going on from Sean's crazy eats to john's crazy feats is on our howtohobbypodcast.com website so yeah i mean that's that's where you're going to get all the best content in real time uh but without further ado we're going to jump into our slated content tonight sean's excited i'm excited uh we're going to put this stuff to bed here tonight we're going to give you all of the tips as we usher in summer sean's going to start us off with them with some ice cold saving tips. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) ice cold. I like it. So when really what we want to talk about tonight are some different ways in which going into summer, things are getting hot. You're trying to get outside more you can, you know, save, save that money. So, uh, like all over the map, (laughs) like John said, most of the houses in San Diego don't have air conditioning. So, for anybody else in San Diego or anybody in other 
parts of the generally nice weather so we get kind of gypped on getting the amenities when it comes to the hot or cold weather um i grew up with fans fans is how is how we lived i think when i was a kid we had a joke we had something over like 25 fans in the house at any one time trying to keep it cool during some of those heat waves so my tip is if you have air conditioning obviously run it when your off peak hours are as much as you can and then keep the house closed up curtains drawn as dark as you possibly can san diego it's four to nine that's our like high high peak anything after that that, is that really it yeah four to nine four to nine right now because this is fairly most people are home and cooking and doing laundry and so that's the peak that's where it's most expensive our peak out here is four to seven but wow yeah which which i'm like that's generous because i mean (laughs) But at the same time, I, I get it. You're in yeah. literally Hell's Kitchen, so yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gotta you gotta kick that AC on as much as you can out there. The other pleasant surprise I will say regarding uh, Phoenix uh, electricity, I think there's two dueling electricity companies, so they kind of keep each other in check. Mm-hmm. Um, we we run under SRP, but they don't have peak on the weekends either. It's completely off peak all weekend long, which is, that's crazy here. It's, it's seven days a week. I know. I know. I was there, man. (laughs) Yeah. Four to nine is peak. So we, we generally, um, what I generally try and do because I don't have AC, so this may not apply to some of you out there, but I get up as early as I possibly can. And I open up the whole house and I have fans going to pull as much cold air in and pull as much hot air out of the upstairs, pull cold air in the downstairs and try and get the house as cool as I can right before I leave for work, close everything up. I have blackout curtains. Highly recommend everyone to get some blackout curtains. You can either get really nice ones from like a, um, a Bed Bath & Beyond, or you can get decent, really good decent ones from Costco for like 20 bucks. Um, and that'll help keep your house cool and then you get home in the evening you're kind of relaxing as the day cools off open the house back up but generally keep your house closed as much as you possibly can all day Uh, and if you're currently building your house take the extra money and put it in the insulation (laughs) i promise you it will be worth it down the road or just get a buddy to to unravel it and pack it for you exactly yeah exactly <laughs> don't don't skimp on insulation you should definitely put the money in the insulation and the nice double pane windows and and everything there and wear a respirator when you do it yes yes please <laughs> nobody likes fiberglass in their lungs That's true. Uh, the other big thing i do to keep cool is john and i've talked about in the past both of us really like driving with the windows down in the car I do it as much as I can during the summer. Partially, this is because I like fresh air. Partially, it's because I try and limit the amount of time I run the air conditioner in my car. One, because it's just an added piece of equipment that's running. So it's something that might go bad sooner. And two, it can really eat into your gas, your fuel economy. So with gas prices as high as they are right now, it can really help to do to mitigate some of those things. John will touch on that a little bit later in some of his saving tips, but I recommend I try and do it as little as I can. I don't leave the car running when I don't need to, and I don't run air conditioning unless I have to. Granted today, 100% ran air conditioning, but I try and avoid it. What are your, so I'm curious what your sources are, Sean, because I still feel like it's an urban legend. 
Or, I've, or... My source is my own data. So okay. since I bought my car in This is what I want to hear, listeners, yeah. because no, you know this... what? I, I want data. Yeah. There's, do you hear everything from it? It, damp it, it dampers, sorry, dampens your fuel economy to it makes your fuel economy better to yeah. it doesn't do anything to your fuel economy. So you hear all across the board, probably more on the lines of it doesn't do anything. It's nominal. But Sean, give me your data, man. Yeah. So for me, and this may be car dependent, this is more of a, uh, historical thing for me in the past so i bought my car in 2018 brand new subaru forester since day one i have kept a logbook in my car of the date the fuel and the mileage and i calculate my average fuel economy on every single tank when i fill up so i have pages and pages and pages of data where just basically raw gas data. mileage data that i've been collecting data data and partially for me i'm doing it so that i can see i can pay attention to as the car gets older and i get more mileage all of a sudden my fuel economy starts tanking maybe i need to start looking into certain things like maybe fuel uh, um, uh, fuel filters or spark plugs or something starting to go can help me like if i consistently get about 27 28 miles a gallon if i start getting like 21 22 ding 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 there's a problem so that's partially why i did it partially i'm just a data uh addict so that's what i do but for me data. what i've actually seen is there is a trend when the hotter months kick in when i'm generally running air conditioner more where my fuel economy tanks and then it comes back up in the colder months so for me i find that air conditioning burns more fuel uh, wow well that's so so what are we talking here how many how many miles per gallon are we, are we losing by running is it four miles? Like, are we, are we dropping down to 23? I, I lose between two to four MPG okay. per fuel up. So in the long run, I mean, in the short, it doesn't sound like a lot. You're like, hey, it's only like two, you know, two, three gallons. But when I'm running, um, I usually do about 12 gallons. So let's say, you know, mm -hmm. I'm looking at an extra 24 miles. I fill up at least once a week. I'm looking at about 80 to 100 miles per Lost. per month that's kind of just disappeared into the ether with the AC. So it's almost 1200 miles and there's probably a lot more specific math and it's I even know Mythbusters did an episode on looking at air conditioning versus having your windows down. So go check Ooh. that out and call me on it if I'm if I have my data wrong, but data. that's that's my trick. Yeah. Keep the AC off as much as you can. Go data go. Well, and we're actually doing some active saving in that area as well regarding the keeping the house cool because even so our peak, as I mentioned, is four to seven. But mm -hmm. here, even if we pre-cool the house with the AC all day, it will bump, say we have it at 74, which is pretty, you know, that's like AC's on all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be up at 80 by, by seven o'clock. I mean, it's pretty amazing how yeah. fast, I mean, there's sometimes I come home from work, it'll have been off for an hour. It's already at like 79. <laughs> so, and that was, that was last week when it was, or the a week before last, when it was like 110 that yep. we were getting up there. So yeah, the, the house just doesn't stand a, a chance. And so it's like, ah, 
ah! yeah it's just freaking <laughs> out my my grandparents live in arkansas and they get you know into the 105s to 110s in the summer and my grandparents rule was that they generally keep the air conditioner at about a 20 to 25 degree difference from whatever the temp is outside and that's where they found their like goldilocks zone for fuel or for um saving uh, money and keeping the house livable so that's still hot i mean that's really keeping your house in the 80s but mm -hmm. you know they're older people who are generally more cold so it works for them yeah uh, we're i mean the problem is the kids nap so we kind of have to yeah we're still whatever man i'm just gonna i'm just gonna bite it but we're since that was happening we're now we're doing like crock pot you know cold mm -hmm. dinners we're not running anything exactly oven, because, not turning the oven on avoiding oh the oven gosh. at all costs all yeah costs. even even the range like in california you could run the range on peak and like you'd be fine yeah crack a window you're like oh cool but here it's just you can't even do that <laughs> in the summer so yeah we're tonight we did a crock pot um and i think i mean it's been more reasonable this week but even still by the end you're like I guess we'll just go outside because it's the same temperature. <laughs> Let's go for a walk, kids. Let's get your sauna on, you know? Let's go swelter in the almost triple degree heat. Let's that's, do it. That's right. So, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into my second uh, to kind of go the other direction on, yeah. uh, on a way that I've, I've found over time some of the ways that we can go back to basics with our uh, our savings, right. When we're, when things are starting to get more intense is one eliminate the additional external expenditures. So if we can tighten up during these times when, so if there's something that you're just not utilizing, whether it be a bill or, you know, you have those monthly charges, the subscription peaks that run our, when, when times are good and we don't have inflation, you can have the you can have it all. You can have ESPN Plus, Disney, Hulu, Netflix. But maybe during this time, we, we cut back and we think about just having one or two. I know I use Prime. And then we, have, I, we allow ourselves one additional uh, TV you know, viewing experience. Um, but another way that I, I think we can look at it is going back to our, our standard budget look, which is... So gas, we've already kind of hit on that. Sean provided some ways to, to keep that. Um, and then, of course, our, our utility bills, which aren't going anywhere. But additionally, our grocery bill, which is what I'm going to touch on tonight. Um, something I've found to kind of, or I've been looking at the data, Sean. Do it. And the inflation really is hitting things that are more processed. And the reason why that is, right, is because, or this is my hunch, there's more touches to the process of creating said item for mm -hmm. it to get to store shelves. Whereas if you're just picking a potato, you're still picking the potato, whether inflation is up or down. And yeah, you may have to pay the people. So maybe there's like, I don't know, a quarter percent increase or 1%, 2% increase. I don't know what, what it would be compared to the 8.6% we're seeing. Um, but it's, it's definitely less than that because I've kept an eye on prices of various raw ingredients and they really haven't gone up much. couple cents. Uh, raw onion, yellow onion, I noticed has gone up. 
Um, and I don't even like, to me, that just seems so random. Why would that be a, and, and this is where the nerd in me comes out where I'm like, I'm literally looking at, but, uh, keeping your ingredient list more wholesome during this time. So buying things that are, that you can get that are locally sourced. So you're not paying the shipping costs. You're not paying the, all of the, the labor that goes into processing something and packaging it. If you can do the packaging yourself by grabbing the item and putting it in your bag or throwing it in your, in your cart, that's, that's saving you money. Yeah. Um, this might be the one time where the argument of, oh, organic or whole ingredients are more expensive. That may not apply anymore. I, I don't think it's ever applied, but that's just, again, that's my, I've been kind of looking at it in comparison. Now I do like to do a lot of cooking, so maybe I, I haven't done the full, but I find that whenever you go to the store and just grab a bunch of processed stuff that's ready to go, yeah. I'm always walking out. It's like 50 to $80. And I'm like, what I get, I got like seven things. I, I, I can maybe make three meals. I mean, it's, Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, Additionally, I just want to throw in, you know, summertime. We want to get ready for the summer sunshine. We're going to be taking out the shirts, uh, looking good. Good time to potentially consider eliminating your additional alcohol purchases at the store. Uh, Don't grab that six pack. Maybe get the $5 bottle of wine instead of, or the two buck chuck even, who knows. Um, and just, you know, eliminate some of that excess. It's good for you and it's good for your wallet. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Cause, uh, summertime is generally when you want to go outside and you're more pressured to drink a lot of the cold bubblies, the, the beers, <laughs> the brews, the brewskis. And if you can find a way not only health-wise, but also financially and economically to replace that with something, maybe even go with LaCroix or go with, you know, two buck truck or something, something a little better for you. Yeah. And definitely do not go for the, uh, the truly or the white clock. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. I just, I literally just went to a party and have my first ever truly. And it was, it was not good. I did not like it at all. <laughs> I've never had one. I've only had the white claw and it wasn't great either. Dude, I like, I didn't finish it. It's the only thing I've like (laughs) never finished in my life. I'm a finisher. (laughs) I just left it on the table. I felt really bad too. the, the host of the, of the get together. He like, he's like, Hey John, you going to finish this? I was like, nah, no, he's like, all right, I'm going to finish it. I was like, thanks (laughs) man. (laughs) Not letting the drop go to waste. Not letting the drop go. And I, that's summer savings right there. I was (laughs) <laughs> I was, uh, I was a good, I brought, um, something they were doing a housewarming party. And so I brought a, a 12 pack of this stuff because, cause the wife was saying, I, I, I texted her, this is a coworker of mine. And I, I said, Hey, what do you, what do you like? And she said, Oh yeah, I just like fruity things. I was like, okay, sounds good. And so I, I went with this and it was the right pick, but man, I, not for me, it's not my pick. Usually we pick three listeners. This time it's a it's a no go. Don't pick any. <laughs> don't, don't pick any. <laughs> All right. So let's see here, Sean. We got something on the books that you gotta you gotta unleash tonight. You're always finding things here, and and 
I mean, what blessings on blessings, I guess, but you have, uh, I'm excited for you. Uh, Let the listeners in on this big experience. You've, you've just, just on, on cracked. (laughs) Yeah. So I, part of my summer savings goals is I try and find deals wherever I can. And there are generally a lot of deals in summer. Just it's finally back up to the beaches. Let's go get some discounted um, like swimwear or even sometimes alcohol or a lot of other things that involve being outside. And then also Memorial Day and July 4th, they'll run really big sales. So I generally try and, and focus most of my purchases around things like that. So for me, I've had two purchases lately that have been big, like wanted them, saved up, found a deal, went for the purchase. First one, a little smaller, a little doggy pool. It's the greatest thing that I've, I think I've purchased from, for the dog ever. Um, it, it's a little kiddie pool. It holds maybe 10 gallons of water. Like it's a pretty small kiddie pool. But man, she had the most fun I've ever seen her have, other than when we went, took her to the beach, in that little kiddie pool. And we could use barely any water, and she was just having an absolute blast. It was on sale at Target. It was like 25 bucks, And we got over an hour of just pure entertainment playing with a dog and having a great time in our own sitting in the water and just kind of, of hanging around. It was a fantastic way to spend a Saturday. So if you have a little dog and it's hot outside, I recommend getting a little doggy pool from Target. The, wow. The, I know. I did she, not. I, I did not see this coming. I mean, this is another one of those Sean surprises. I know I'm, she she absolutely loved it, and we weren't sure she was going to because we weren't sure she's a water dog. But man, it was like she took to it so fast. She was doing zoomies all over the yard, jumping in the pool, jumping out of the pool, playing with the hose. She was like a a kid on Christmas. Wow, that's that's amazing. And it, and does it work for you guys as well? Can you partake in the fun a little bit? You can stand in the water up to like <laughs> your angle, but it's a pretty small pool. It's, we didn't get it. We intentionally didn't go very big because one is hard to store. Two is more expensive oh, yeah. and three, it requires more water. So we were trying to go economical because of water prices right now, something that we could have fun with, but you know, you can then, oh, and then what we did is we took the water and poured it into uh, containers and that's what we used to water all the plants. So we were trying to save as much water oh, as we wow. could and not dump it out beautiful <clears throat> yeah then i love it the other big thing that i did and this is something i've been wanting for a while and my trip to washington really solidified my desire for getting it as i bought my first rifle so oh. i actually bought <laughs> i know the most classic of all rifles a ruger 1022 <laughs> Okay, a little, I need to I need to look this up. Ruger yes. Ruger 1022. So Ruger 1022. It's the most classic, classic, the most classic 22 caliber rifle out there. Wow. It was the original. I went with a synthetic stock, and I I wanted one for a while, and I actually found a deal at the local gun store where they were doing a, a mid June sale where you actually get the rifle and the scope mounted on it, and you saved about ten percent. So yeah, I think this is what, remember I talked about my buddy and how he took out that rabbit from across the, across the way. Yeah. Or sorry, the squirrel. squirrel. It was, it was a Ruger 1022 for sure. He, oh yeah. I remember this thing. Yeah. And that's actually the funny part is my intention of getting this isn't 
one to practice with rifles because I want to move up to an actual to be able to do large game hunting. But my goal with this is to actually do some small game hunting in central and northern California this fall and actually do some squirrel hunting up there. It's oh, pretty big up there. And like I did San, not know that. Yeah, San Luis Obispo County and north, they it's all legal to do squirrel hunting in fall. And they have like it's like four months where you can uh catch or you can uh, hunt squirrels. So that's my plan for this fall. I'm gonna give that a shot. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that that was those are the big things that I had my eyes on for a while. So so how much how much was the savings? In total, the after tax and stuff, it was about a fit, ten to I was about fifteen percent in savings. So it saved me about fifty bucks. And that's pretty in the gun. I'm not super familiar with the gun savings, um, but is is that that's pretty? I'm assuming that must be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, everywhere else I looked, they didn't have any sales going. This was just a specific June 15th to June 30th sale that uh, Discount Gun Mart, if you're interested in San Diego, that they were they had. Um, so yeah, I pulled the trigger. So I, I California has a 10 day waiting period. So I go pick that up next Thursday evening. I think I'll take it to the range next weekend and practice. Dude, well, congratulations on the top purchase. You are definitely putting me out of out of business on the on the purchasing game. I think my most recent, I did find a deal recently, um, which I guess it kind of relates because I I'm one of those people that I'll I'll find something that I like that's good, and then from there I will just try and maintain that said thing, and then mm -hmm. maybe two years later down the road maybe get another one and kind of keep that iteration. So. My, I recently um, acquired another Lululemon silver lined athletic t-shirt. Okay. And, and it was literally, these are like $85 t-shirts and I got it for $30 or something. Wow. Like on sale. They, it, they have this one, it was like on super sale, like last one. I mean, that's like, you can't return it. This is final sale because <laughs> you're stealing it from us type of thing. Cause I mean, <laughs> great i mean yeah um and so and the reason why i i don't know it's kind of an interesting when you when you wait so long it's not the most flattering design and that's why i think it's so kind of like but but the quality of the shirt is still there so i don't care mm. sean yeah. and in the valley of the sun i need some high performance stuff out here during the summer so that was kind of another reason, but I was happy with that deal. I thought that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good steal. Um, and I'm happy for you. You'll have to give a thorough after you get out to the, to the range with the gun. I'm sure. Oh yeah. I'll do a full debrief. Debrief, uh, in, man. In a we couple need, of episodes, we'll do a full debrief. We need, we but... need gun, gun rundown with Sean. That, that's yes. going to be one of the segments, man. It's going to be a quick. Yep. Gun Quick rundown. One. Gun rundown with Sean. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely do it. Yeah, there's, there's, this is a good time of year for savings, a lot of theme savings. And then also buying things in the off season, you can generally find, like, if you're looking for things for winter, great time to buy them is in summer if you can find them because it's the last thing on the shelves. Nobody wants to think about buying sweatpants or anything like that. Generally, you can find some good deals too. And it's a little late now 
but going for next summer for anybody listening, I recommend if you're going to be looking into buying fans or air conditioning units or anything, you want to get those in like January, February time. The last thing you want is it's 95 degrees. You're running to Home Depot trying to find fans because everyone else is sold out and they don't have any in stock. So I've, I say that because I've been there. Yes. No, I, I, uh, I agree a hundred percent. And you know what, Sean, we need to link some of these, uh, we need to link some of these websites that we're finding. So mine, mine, uh, I'll, I'll put mine in the, yeah, I don't know. Sean, are you, have you, have you ever owned a Lululemon shirt? No, I haven't. Oh man. I might have to get you one. It changes your life, but let, I mean, so if you go to the, their website, I'll put it in the, the link below, but it's the, we made too much is the way they, they call it, but that's all, that's all you need to do is go there. And, and I mean, most of the stuff, so the, again, the shirt's 80 bucks. Most of it's around $50. So you're getting about, you know, 35 ish percent off, but okay. then you find, then you run into the, like, I mean, again, 35 bucks. I just looked at it, at it again for like the stuff that's going to be discontinued. I mean, that is in today's market, that's unheard of to, yeah. to be consistently getting or, and, or be able to get over 50%, um, off of a, of a product, especially when it's quality. And I yep. think you've got to look, that's what I would say is looking at stuff that is more mainstream, like Lululemon, they pretty much have money to burn in my opinion, especially after the COVID years that they had. Yep. So they can do some of this stuff, but some of the other more trendy brands like you would never see I, it's i don't think you'd ever see a patagonia shirt 50 percent off yeah I, that's just my like the way that they function and who they are in the space they like that their pedigree is too high or something why are we talking okay we're gonna we've, keep gone, moving. we've gone down a rabbit hole <laughs> this, this is what happens when john and i get just too too pigeonholed into one thing we get all nerdy about everything so you guys just got to witness you, John and I going down, going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> this is good. This is the good stuff. <laughs> We're giving the, the what engineers really think about. Yeah, you're right, Sean. It, maybe it's getting too late. Well, let's dive into our last segment of the evening. Um, and that's going to be tips for weathering the storm. So it's easy for you to I just get way too concerned about the stock market. And tonight we're going to talk and end the show with our tips for looking towards retirement, right? This is not, I think a lot of people mislabel the retirement category of your Roth IRA, which we preach on this show. If you, if you want more information, go back to our finance, financial episodes that we've had on, on the topic. Uh, but the 401k, the Roth IRA, these are things that were products, really, and vehicles that we heavily endorse here at the How to Hobby podcast. And we're not mislabeling them, even in the midst of inflation and, and what's going on in the stock market. At this point in time, it, starting now is going to be better for you than any other time. Because right now, everything's on sale. Ask any true investor who understands when and what is going on in a market. And they're going to say, oh, this is great. Now I get to really, as long as I don't, haven't overextended myself, now I'm going to go like, what's Warren Buffett doing right now? 
he's out buying all, he's acquiring all new stocks. He's bought some Chevron. He's bought some, uh, he always diversifies during these times because mm -hmm. he's like, oh, sweet. Everything's on sale. And he pulled back at the, at the peak last year, he pulled back. So he's doing, he's selling high and buying low. Yep. It's very hard to do when you're a, when you're a magnate guru like Warren Buffett. Apparently it's not because he just, <laughs> he eats and breathes. He's like, oh, I know what I'm doing. But we as normal plebeians down here need to just weather the storm. So Sean, you're still uh, investing, I, I'm sure. Yep, yep, definitely. And I, I still I still do it. And I think, John, you have one big, the biggest piece of advice for doing investing during a time like this. And, and you, you said it right at the beginning, we were prepping for the show. What is, what is your number one piece of advice with this stuff? Don't look at it. Don't look at it. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't look at it. It's, it's, I just watch, I've made that mistake. I've watched my, I went back and checked my Roth IRA uh, yesterday and uh, Schwab, who I recommend as who I have my IRA through, they show you a 20, in a 24 hour period, what is the plus or minus of your account? Oh, and gosh. I, I haven't oh, seen, no. I, and they color it. So it's green if it's positive, you're gaining, it's red if it's negative. I haven't seen a green number in a very long time. And it's very disheartening, but you have to just keep doing it and keep pushing yourself to, to plan for that. Because as they always say, things will go back. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. See, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Vanguard because you should see my graph. It's like, it is the most monotone, <laughs> like graphing sequence you could ever program. I mean, it's like red and white. The, the graph itself is red and the background is white. There's no change in, in the environment, whether it's up or down, mm -hmm. which I appreciate because literally it's like, Oh, it's down a little bit, but you have no idea how much. And again, limiting your amount of, of looking, especially during this time, just let the, the, the beauty of the Roth IRA is you built, we're building this into our budget listeners. And if, if there's anything we want you to take away from this show, when, when we're talking about finances specifically is build this into your budget. This yep. is not something that you're doing when times are up. Oh, I'm going to throw a couple hundred in here. Oh yeah. I got some extra money. I'm going to throw it. I got a bonus. No, this is something that you've built in from the ground up so that no matter what, you're still able to maintain your cash flow into these vehicles because I don't need money now. I'm, I'm just a dumb parent that, you know, somehow I, I have money to feed my kids. It's a miracle, but realistically, like we can scrounge a little bit. I mean, there's, when the younger you are, the, the less medical bills you have. The, um, I was just listening to Charlie Walker on, uh, he was on Joe Rogan. And I, I recommend the episode. It was kind of interesting, but he was talking about how he took a four year bike trip around the world and he was living on like 16 K a year or something like crazy. Wow. Like just, yeah, you, and I mean, it's just amazing what you can actually make happen when you're just trying to live. Yep. Like we get so into the, the rigmarole of like, Oh, I got to have this. I got to have my specialty. This, I got to have 
this to keep going. If we were to just cut it all out, go back to basics, ride a bike, uh, I think our bodies would appreciate it. And, and additionally, our pocketbook would too. And we don't need as much. I've, I've definitely been in some moments of, in, in the transition, Sean, between uh, my last company and moving to Northrop, there was some months there. It was like, oh, no income coming in. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were living on uh, my wife's, what she was making. And thankfully, we had some additional stimulus, the, the emergency fund, which you got to have. Yep. But um, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing when you really cut back how much you can, you can achieve. So Roth IRA, 401k, keep it going in there. Don't think about it. Don't look at it. And right now, all you have to tell yourself is it will come back in, if you're young, no worries at all. If you're older, well, maybe there's some considerations, but let me tell you a story, Sean. My buddy who actually got me into my first Roth IRA, uh, he was a, an older gentleman at my church. He got me um, set up with mine when I was 18 years old. Best advice anybody could have ever got given me. Um, and he went through the 2008 recession mm-hmm. pullback. He was getting close to retirement. He must have been in his 60s or, or maybe even getting close to his 70s. I'm not sure. It was, I mean, on the verge. And everything in him said, ah, oh, like everybody around him was taken out, pulling out, pulling out. And he thought, you know what? No, this is the time to really put the pedal down and, and buy. And he did. And now, so it, it bounced back quicker than I think anybody would have expected because that's mm-hmm. typically how it goes. I think yep. by 20, 2012, even, it was like you were starting to see some real growth opportunity. And man, did he cash in. I mean, at this point, I'm pretty sure he shared this with me, but he, he doesn't, he has to, he's at the point now where he has to actively take out money from his IRA. Mm-hmm. And it's growing so fast that he can't take out enough to keep up with wow. the, yeah. So wow. let, let that be a, and again, that's outside of his pension, which I'm pretty sure he has. He's a retired uh, Navy SEAL and, and retirement benefits from Social Security and um, whatever, whatever else comes from being some, whatever rank he was mm-hmm. in, in the military. So let's just say, no worries there. And his family will probably be taken care of for a couple more generations because of what he did. But that's impressive. Yeah. But, I mean, man, come on. You just, you got to stick it. Even when you're older, if you can just give yourself a little bit more, can you do it now? Yeah. Can you not pull out and get scared at the moment and, and grind out a couple more years? It's the opportunities there. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to share. So, Sean, anything to add? Do you have any, any, any stories as well? No, no, I don't have any. I don't know of any cool stories like that. I think that is really inspiring for a lot of us, young and old, of seeing somebody take take the chance and really invest in themselves and their future like that, and and see the wave and know that it's going to get better. Um, I think that's that's just really awesome. But yeah, I'm. I'm just going to keep my head down, keep investing into my future as, as much as I possibly can. And, uh, 
we'll get through this. We, we're going to have some rough times here, but we'll get through this. We'll all get through it together. Well, and we want to leave you with some positivity. Remember, this is the how-to hobby way. We always look into our day-to-day life, our routine, with a positive attitude. You cannot go through times like these and and be downcast. It's it's going to hurt you more and hinder you in your in your everyday feeling of joy and and contentment. So, you know what I want to leave you listeners with is just look at the things you have around you and be content with what what you do have sean's got a new gun i've got a new lululemon uh metal vent tech t-shirt that i'm super excited about that i get to rep and people get to laugh at me because it's so bright i think sean when you see it you're gonna like you're gonna go blind cannot wait for it (laughs) cannot wait and i'm coming to san diego baby so we're gonna be doing some we're gonna be getting some sushi or something and uh and reliving the the glory days of being back in SD. I can sweat with you a little bit in your, in your uh, compound there. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's been a joy. Once again, always getting being able to sit down with you, man. And um, I'm sorry we missed last week, listeners. I'm back. Sean's back. I think we're ready to attack the game here. We're going to keep moving into the summer as excited as ever. And if you have any questions regarding any of the content, uh and or complaints send them sean's way he's ready to receive constructive criticism and uh praise he loves it uh i on the other hand cry myself to sleep if i hear a negative comment so don't send me one (laughs) (laughs) don't send it to john send it to me just send it send it to the how to help me podcast gmail.com I, I it comes straight to my phone and I appreciate anybody sending any emails, comments, questions, concerns, anything in. So please, please reach out. And tell your friends. Yes, tell your friends. We've got some international listeners, so thank you to you guys as well. Yes, really appreciate you all. And uh, we hope you have an absolutely fabulous rest of your week and weekend. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How To Hobby Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give us a like and or follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks a lot and take care.